Welcome back to another never-ending season. Can you tell me what that's from? Uh, Garrett would know. Garrett would one hundred percent know. Not you got to look it up now. You got to ask. You have to have, you have to have Garrett listen to it and then tell him he's got to know what it's from, and then we'll go. Is from it a there. gaming thing? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Tell me. Well, that's your homework for tonight. Welcome back to another never-ending season with your boys Ike and Jeeves. We got a good one for you today. We got a Drake interview. The never-ending season All-American athlete Drake. It's gonna come up after we do the news. Of course, we have the news and what's going on in the NFL in the world, mostly the NFL because it is the world. And then we got we're gonna rank every division by their the, the strength of their running backs, right? Yes. So what we've removed the four. Oh, thanks. Um, sorry. Zoom Zoom gave me a message. They said they gave me a gift, but thank you. Yeah. Uh, we only have two people in here, so it's fine. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. We're we're listen. We're we're a little too broke to pay for the premium Zoom. All right, give me a break. We got a budget. We're on a budget here. We had to interview Drake. All right, but anyway, that and then ranking the, the NFL divisions by running back. So we're gonna get straight into it. Other than Keaton, what is up? You know, just uh, getting ready to go on a little vacay. That's about it. To the same place. I've, is it even a vacation at this point? Like, it's just you go to no. the same place every time. It's like your second house. Well, Do you have a job there? S- no, this will be my second time there in, like, seven weeks. But the first time I went was my first time I've ever been to Hilton Head. So, I guess, whatever. I was only there for, like, two days. So uh, Maybe you've just asked know. me to go there before. I just have to, uh, I have to stop at Bojangles on the way. That's the only thing I need. Get yourself a chicken biscuit. That's right, and a Bowberry biscuit too. Never heard of her. It's like a, it's like a biscuit with like cream cheese and blueberries on top. Ooh, it's really good. Oh, that sounds delightful. I don't know if there's any in Texas, but I'm gonna look it up. But anyway, oh, yeah. the news of all news, circling the NFL news and all the other news is Aaron Rodgers reports to camp today. Well, if you're listening to this, probably yesterday. I don't. I mean, like, did we? Did we? I don't know if we expected him. I don't know what what was expected. I don't, like. I mean, personally, I was like, I, he's probably gonna show up, but like, I don't know. I mean, when him and Devonte posted that thing on their Instagram stories, it was like the Scotty and Jordan last dance image. I kind of figured, you know, they're gonna have one more run at it. But part of me was hoping for more chaos, like all this hype for what since the NFL draft and now. He's just going to play here just like everyone else. I mean, Russell Wilson demanded a trade this offseason too, and he's in Seattle for the foreseeable future. Um, But I guess Schefter came out and said basically, you know, the end of this year, Packers will agree to review his situation. It sounds like the hope is um, to make his contract voidable after this year. I don't know what that means for Devontae Adams. I don't think he has as much flexibility, but I also can see him – demanding a trade if Rodgers gets traded I mean would he really want to stay there with Jordan Love I don't I don't know but um sounds like they're gonna get one more run at it and you know maybe this whole thing was because Aaron Rodgers wanted Randall Cobb back I don't know but apparently the Packers are trying to get Randall Cobb back for like a pick swap nothing's official yet but it sounds like it's in the works and the Texans did just trade for um Anthony Miller from the Bears 
which, you know, younger, more promising receiver, I guess. Um, he showed some things in Chicago, but he's nothing – not like anyone on the Texans is really that special. God, they're going to be so bad. But anyway, um, yeah, he's back for one more year. I mean, I, I, I mean, I do think, like you said, I think this was the most likely outcome, but it's also the most boring one, so I don't know. I, I, I just – and I get, like, the NFL is a gentleman's league, right? But mm-hmm. – do you, do you do you really think that they're just gonna say yeah you know play one more year and then then we'll let you go maybe they will they're like maybe but I don't know man isn't he locked up for like another four years he is right now and well that's what I don't understand like what kind of cap hit do they have if he like does like how do they make his contract voidable without like any sort of penalty because yeah, he's locked up. He's an unrestricted free agent in 2024. He'll have to give so, something up. They'll have to, they'll, they'll probably say yeah. like, listen, you want to leave either we either one, like you got to help us. You got to give something up <clears throat> and then sign this new contract or <clears throat> they have to be, they have to say, but that's no, even just that it's like, they have to find a suitor, but like there are, I think there are plenty of teams that are willing to go, the Buccaneers oh, yeah. route and say, listen, we're selling out for the next two, three years and we're going to win a Super Bowl or two and then we'll go from there. I didn't see this at first, but it does look like after this season, the Packers have an out in the contract where it's only, which is actually not bad, a $17 million cap hit if they cut him after this year. But the, they, why, why would they cut him? You know, I guess. Oh, like, no, that's. Yeah, I agree with that. But I guess the fact that other teams know. Yeah. Even even if the other teams know, it's like, listen, we still need – you can still get something for Aaron Rodgers, you know. Honestly, yeah. you, I don't even know if you'll get a first round. You probably won't get a first round pick knowing – because the other teams know, like, listen, he wants to leave. Like, he doesn't want to play with you guys. He, and you guys agreed, basically, all the news that was this year, that he – that you're going to get rid of him and you're going to let him walk. All right, so let, let me give you something for him. I'll give you a second round pick or two second round picks or, or whatever or, or a player or something. You know, mm-hmm. like the Eagles say, you yeah. know, hey, you want to swap Jalen Hurts? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's really Even hard though, to like, gauge he wouldn't what his wanna... trade value will be. Does he have a no trade clause? Or, like, what is. Um, because, like, you I know... don't see that anywhere. No. But I, I you would think that they would. Right. But I, I feel like. But yeah, if, I don't know. if he. there, This is. That's got to be, right? This has got to be a part of it. Either you, yeah. he says, you let me walk and I decide. Or I will go to one of these teams, but I think yeah. it's more. It's probably going to be the whole. I want to leave. Goodbye. So. Yeah, and like or like there, a sign and trade kind of deal. I know that doesn't happen in the NFL, but. <laughs> well, if he like, if he does get his contract voided, I think that opens up the doors to a lot more teams. Like one team that I have already seen speculation about next year that like wasn't really in the trade conversation is the Raiders. Um. Which I don't know why I'd want to go to the Raiders, but maybe he does. Maybe he wants to live in Vegas. Maybe mm, uh, he wants not. to live West Coast-ish. I mm. I don't know, but like I don't know. It'd be interesting. Um, but I mean, there's no again. It's like one of those things, kind of like uh, any trade request we see. Like call me when it happens. You know, I don't know. Where Where does Aaron Rodgers want to play? Like, let's think of like a West suitable, Coast. Let's, but like, if he wants. 
like obviously Tom Brady wasn't gonna go to the Jaguars, you know, and because it's like the same state, right? He wanted to be. I don't. I mean, I don't know why he wanted to be in Florida, but like some people like Florida, whatever. But like the difference between like the Bucks had the talent, the Bucks right, and they had the location, yada yada, Jacksonville shit show. So like it's he's not gonna go to the Chargers because the Chargers have a quarterback. He's. I'd uh, probably not gonna go to the Rams because the Rams have yeah i mean they have matt stafford he's not going anywhere i don't think in the next two three years what other he's not going to seattle even though that's that's west coast but it's bad west coast he's not going to see live large what is what he's not going to the browns (laughs) shut up i've already seen enough about that (laughs) okay you know like i I think trying to think denver denver's the one that i always come back to a lot of people do want to live in denver they got a squad. Other than a QB, they're 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 pretty set. Um, and you know, Denver's gonna pull uh, the only thing Manning. that, yeah. Well, the only thing I could see is him not wanting to go to Denver would be like their coach. Fangio's not really like a. I like Fangio as a great defensive coordinator. I don't know how he is as a head coach still, but um, that would be the thing I would think would deter him. And like I also, it seems like Lafleur was more on. Aaron's side about this whole thing. Yeah. So, like, I wonder if something happens there, too. Although well, he's a great head coach. So. I mean, and it all comes back to it's not um, – Aaron does it probably – not probably. I, I'm assuming Aaron's like this has nothing to do with the team or, like, the players, the coach. Like, has This has nothing to do with that. It has to do with the front office and the way the organization's run. And that's why you kind of knew he would show up, right? Because he – He's like, these are my boys. I play for the team. And at the end of the day, like, you're making millions of dollars to play a game. Like, what are you going to do if you're not, right? Yeah. Like, just, you don't have that much longer to play this ge- a child's game for millions yeah. of dollars. Like, work it out and just go play ball, you know? I understand I the business see. thing, but what? I, I guess if I could throw another team out there, it would be New Orleans, but we'll see. Oh. Yeah. That would be fun. I think it's going to come down to... Aaron Rodgers wants what Tom Brady has. He yep. wants to have the say. He wants to be seen as kind of like, or like kind of like LeBron James has. He wants to be seen kind of as like a front office member. I want say in who we sign in the offseason. I it depending on where he goes, I want to say in what coach who really who's coaching the team. Not that Tom Brady was it wasn't, you know, exactly that, but I anyway, I want say in who we're drafting, right? Or at least our first round pick. I would like an input, you know, like no, I don't want you to take this defensive end, or I don't, or even if you do, you know, whatever. I need a better defense. You get, you get what I'm saying. He just wants a say, yeah. and I don't think yeah. Green Green Bay's like, I don't care what you have to say. Just go out there and play. Like we'll we'll get mm-hmm. you what we get you. I mean, they literally drafted his replacement. Right. So yeah, I could see the frustration for sure. Um, and not that, not that, and it's kind of hard to knock Green Bay because. Like twenty six wins in the past two seasons, like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like I don't know. I kind of see both sides of it. Like, I people are always like, "Well, Aaron Rodgers has Devontae Adams," and like, yeah, he does. But like outside of Devontae Adams, like they have nothing. Matthew like, Stafford, Tanyan was like Matthew Stafford had Calvin Johnson. Yeah, what are we? Yeah, doing? like Tanyan was like kind of. I mean, he wasn't expected to do much last year, and he's their second best weapon. Um, so I don't know, and. 
I guess Randall Cobb's coming back. Apparently like there's just things that like, it sounded like Aaron Rodgers didn't want to happen. Like um, even back to like when Jordy Nelson got cut and he got signed by the Raiders, like, you know, that was something they didn't approach Rodgers about. They knew they had, you know, chemistry. Um, so I can kind of see like, you know, both sides of it. Like the Packers seem to know what they're doing. I don't know if I want to go that far, but like from a, from a record standpoint. Yeah. But like some of the stuff, like, it seems like, you know, Adams and Rogers are both unhappy and they're their two best players. So like, well, it's, I don't know. It's hard. I can kind of see both sides of it. It's hard to tell when you have a top, arguably, arguably top three, four, five quarterback in the league, you know, the MVP mm-hmm. of the league, kind of yeah. like the Patriots were still winning 10 plus games with Tom Brady. And then oh, Tom Brady's gone and oh, we suck. You know, yeah, so yeah. if Aaron Rodgers isn't there next year, what are we going to – not that – because they do have Jordan Love waiting. Who knows what he's going to be. The Patriots, I guess, was a mm-hmm. little different. But still, it's it's going to be – I'm excited to see. I hope I hope Aaron Rodgers just, like, wins the Super Bowl and it's like, deuces, I'm out of here. Yeah. And it's not, yeah. like, but it, it's not like Aaron Rodgers is asking for, like, obscenely expensive weapons. He's like, I want yeah. Randall Cobb and I want you to re-sign, like, Jordy Nelson. Like, yeah. okay, like, sure, yeah. whatever you want, Aaron. If that's going to keep you yeah. happy, sure, we'll go get Randall Cobb. Like, <laughs> yeah, like you're, he's like, he seems pretty easy to work with. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, all right, moving on. Next in the news, Xavier Howard put out a statement uh, this afternoon, last afternoon, this afternoon, whatever. You you understand. Uh, basically saying uh, he he's upset with the Miami Dolphins he wants to be paid more, even though he, you know, he did just sign a new deal uh, in 2018, an extension with the Dolphins. Uh, but that was before he has proven to be one of the best cornerbacks in the league, and he is. But he's now the second highest paid corner on his team, even though he is by far and away the best corner or defensive back on his team. Basically saying. Listen, I've go. We've gone. My myself and my agent have gone to the Dolphins. Not exactly saying I want a new contract. Let's just restructure this one. Let's we'll do a win-win for both of us. Basically, more guaranteed money, something that helps me, something that you know keeps you guys happy, doesn't destroy the cap, doesn't hurt the cap. Let's do this. And apparently, the Dolphins told him to kick rocks. We don't want anything to do with it. So now he said, okay, I'm reporting to training camp, basically for the team, and so I don't get fined. But I'm not happy, and I want traded. I want out. I mean, I don't know if I'd be signing Xavier Howard in a new contract right now. Like, I can't blame the Dolphins for this simply because last year was amazing, right? You know, he had what? He had 10 picks, pretty sure, of the NFL. Um, but, the, like, the since – so he signed the contract, what, 2018 offseason, right? Yeah. Yeah, so since that contract, 2019, he played five games, got injured, and then that offseason had – I don't remember exactly what it was, but some sort of off the field incident. I think it might have been assault yeah, related, it was, something it was like something that. I don't want to domestic. Wanna... I think. Yeah, yeah, some some sort of domestic violence issues. Um, and yeah, he he was like probably the best corner in the NFL last year. I mean, top three for sure. Um, but it's not like he's he's the fourth highest paid corner in the NFL. Byron Jones, like you said, he's not the highest corner paid on his team, but he's only one spot behind him. Byron Jones is the third highest paid corner in the NFL. Zayman Howard is the fourth highest paid corner in the NFL already. Like, I don't know. Plus he's like 27, which isn't old by any means, but it's not, you know, he's, he's, you know, getting up there a little bit. I mean, like 
that deal is still pretty good. Um, so I can't say I really blame the Dolphins here. Um, but I mean, he is a really good player. So if you know, a couple teams want to call up, see what they can do. I mean, I, it's going to be interesting. I feel like this seems like the most likely trade to happen out of all of these trade requests we're seeing right now. Um, so we'll see what happens again, you know, call me when it happens, but I kind of think the dolphins are doing the right thing, not giving them more money. I mean, in, and like it says here in, in his in little statement, he just, he's like, I'm not asking for a new contract. I'm just asking you to level the playing field. Give me more guarantee, guarantee more of it, more signing bonus, something right. I don't, I'm not asking yeah. you to totally restructure it. Like, so currently his contract is five years, 75 million. Right. So last year he, well, not last year. What are we in? Last year he made uh, 11 million. This year he's set to make 12, 12 in 2022, 11, and then 11, and then he's a free agent in 2025. I mean, he makes good money, right? Yeah. But and sorry, I also looked up his the little dispute. He had a domestic violence uh, case with his fiance, but that was dropped. So technically, mm-hmm. I guess he does not have a record. Um, but I don't think. I understand the point. Like, you I want more money, right? You you got to get your money while, while you can get your money, and mm-hmm. especially you know in the NFL. But he in in his statement he says I didn't quite understand the contract when I signed it. It's like okay, that's kind of a BS excuse. Like your agent didn't yeah. un- your agent looked at it. Like what do you mean? Yeah. Did your did your agent not under explain to you? Did you not ask questions or like what you know? But I mean, I get, I get it. Go, you gotta go ask, and you you can get your money. It's like, it's the age of the athlete. Like you can, if you're good enough, you'll get your money somewhere. So I, mm-hmm. I think there'll be a team or two, especially in today's NFL, when, oh, this guy had ten picks. And he's an all star, uh, you know, an all pro. I don't know, he wasn't all pro, but you get what I'm saying. All pro caliber, cornerback, yeah. uh, in a passing league where people where teams throw the ball fifty times a game. Like yeah, I'll go pay for him. So. Yeah, I mean, um, plus, like, it's not like the Dolphins are hurting their corner. I mean, like, he is their best corner, and it would be a lot to trade him. But, you know, they do have Byron Jones still. They did draft, um, I think, Noah Igbenagavi. Sorry if I butchered his name. um, Last year in the draft. So, um, I wouldn't be surprised if some kind of deal happens. I know, like, a lot of teams would be lining up to give up a second, maybe a first for him. Um, So, we'll see. Who knows? Maybe the Dolphins don't even want to trade him. We'll see. All right. Uh, speaking of domestic violence. Oh. We'll do this first. Speaking of domestic violence, Deshaun Watson reporting to camp. So the NFL even came out today and said, uh, while because there's nothing is like set in stone, like there's no actual like convictions or really mm-hmm. anything. It's just accusations. Like there's not going to be, He can he can be there. There's no restrictions on him being there and playing and anything. So, I mean, I don't know how you play this as the Texans. Like, do you do you go into training camp and say, "All right, Deshaun, take the first team reps," or like, what? What do you what do you do? Because he's is, he's gonna be there. It's like, what do you has, say, Deshaun Watson? Hey, Deshaun, go. You're with the third team today. Like, I don't I don't know. Like, what do you do? You do? This has to be the most awkward training camp experience in the world. Because, like, first of all, you know, obviously, I'm not going to speculate on the situation. We all know what's going on there. A lot of accusers. 
do you really want that around your locker room right now? Like, just like, not even just like the fact that he might be a complete piece of shit. Um, I, you know, we don't know. We'll find out someday. Um, but just the speculation and the drama that brings, you know, they got a new head coach. They're trying to establish a new culture. And you got like one of the three biggest superstar QBs in the NFL um, with all these accusations. If he's there, if he's starting quarterback, he gets media availability. Like this is just a huge mess. It's and I'm pretty sure it's a requirement that the starting quarterbacks of each team have is. to have yeah. media availability. So it's like they, he has to, to see the media. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd put him on the third string and tell him to throw to scout like, team. Cause... Nope, he's not. He is not the starter. Uh, so. Yeah, oh my gosh. I, well, and like the other part of this that I don't really understand is like the Texans are saying they're not willing to trade him. Um, and they want – I've seen I've seen three first plus starting caliber players. I've seen five firsts. Like who in their right mind is giving up that much for this guy right now? I know he's – you know, we've seen him on the field. He's one of the three best – five best quarterbacks in the NFL. Dude but might like, not play. No one – no one knows. Dude what's might happen. go to jail. Yeah, like, what, um, can you do like a protected deal? Be like, hey, if he goes to jail, I want my picks back, or what? Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure there's some kind of clause you could do, but like, who's who's gonna be dumb enough to do that? Now Houston's gonna be like, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I mean, I think if he plays this year, it's gonna have to be on Houston, right? Probably. I mean, unless unless Houston's like, and unless Houston just takes a lot less than what they're talking about right now mm. because I don't like, for example, like what we've talked about a lot, like the, the dolphins swapping Tua and some picks for Deshaun Watson. They're not going to do that. Like, why would you trade away no. Tua and then have like, Oh, well shit. Like Watson's not going to play. <laughs> He's going to jail. All right. They, so. <laughs> they might give you Jacoby Brissett for Deshaun Watson right now. That's about it. Might. Oh shoot. Might be a better option. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, so, I mean, again, another one of those, you know, wait and see what happens. It's a really weird situation for Houston. I feel really bad for David Culley, first-time head coach dealing with all this, but who knows, man. Still didn't know that guy's name. Yep, <laughs> don't blame you. Um, so we had one more trade request we wanted to talk about. Chandler Jones apparently has made it public that he would like to be traded from Arizona. Um, all right, I feel like. Arizona Cardinals dream pass rush. Yeah, I feel like this is kind of. I think it's more so just unhappiness with these like like Chandler Jones has been there for I don't know exactly how long for at least four years right you know he got traded from New England three or four years ago I don't know the exact time frame but longer than DeAndre Hopkins and JJ Watt and these new guys come in Getting and they deals. get deals, um, and Chandler Jones is like. I mean, he's outperformed J.J. Watt the last couple of seasons for sure. Obviously, in his prime, J.J. Watt was a you know freak. But, like, now – and J.J. Watt's making – is he making more than Chandler Jones? That's a great question. You got to look that up. Probably. Um, uh, probably. I don't know. Try close. But this – yeah, this is one where I could definitely uh, – I mean, I think it probably – let's see. J.J. Watt, so, 12 – oh, wait. It's just a $14 million deal. Oh, wait, no. Base value, therefore, I, I don't know. So it's it's backloaded a bit. So he's at $5 million this year, $15 million next year, $16 million two, two next year, actually. Um, yeah, so, and what? So that averages out to 14 Chandler Jones has to be making more than that. Um, Chandler Jones is making 14 
There you go. Five, but uh, I, I and his contract's up after this year. That's that is. I didn't think about that. I understand where he's coming from. We're like, hey, yeah, I uh, I am probably a better option than JJ Watt right now. So like, give me a little more. Say Xavier Xavier Howard type deal. Like, hey, like I'm the guy. I need more money. Yeah, you know. You yeah, gave, you gave this I definitely... ten year veteran who came in here just who just signed a fourteen million a year. Like I would like more. Yeah, I definitely see his side of it even more so than Xavier Howard's. Um, I think this could definitely happen. Like he's his contract's up after this year. There are a lot of teams who would go throw you know a good pick for this guy to go try and win a Super Bowl even without resigning him. Um, and I mean, they, again, another team who has some depth there, like, you know, I mean, Chandler, you know, Marcus Golden isn't Chandler Jones, but he's a good edge rusher. Like, it's not like he can't start in the league. So we'll see again. I, I mean, I know, uh, I know of a team that would really like Chandler Jones. Chandler I mean, Jones I, there's probably need Chandler Jones. half the league, right? I thought you were saying, I was like, the Cleveland Browns do not need Chandler Jones. <laughs> the Cleveland I mean, Browns cannot afford Cleveland. The Browns can't afford anything else. All right. The the, Bra- the like... Browns. No, the Browns are tied up with the future. Okay. Hold on. I got I got a proposal for you. Trade Javion Clowney. No. Okay. Don't don't get rid. Uh, the Cardinals don't have a tight end right now. Trade Austin Hooper. Austin Hooper and a fourth would get it done. I think. Third. I'd do it. Why not? Hooper has been fine, but we have depth there. Bryant and Joku, sure. I don't know. Anyway, we'll see what happens. Hang on. What's Austin Hooper's contract look like? A Big. lot, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah. Forty-two million. Oh, he I think make, he's he like makes the third. ten. Makes ten million a year. Yeah, and we it, could that make this enough. work. Yeah, we yeah. could make this work. But yeah, I mean, like we have depth and like. Was there really that big of a drop off between Hooper and like Harrison Bryant and then in Joku? When, obviously, we have two. Honestly, I it would not surprise me if this year Hooper's the third best tight end on the Browns. You make Bryant's going to take a big leap, and I, you know, I'm an Njoku fan, so it's it's just be Harrison Bryant and David Njoku are so much more athletic. Mm-hmm. That, that's what it is. But I think Baker mm-hmm. and Hoop have a a thing for each other, so. Oh yeah, I like I like Cooper. Don't get me wrong. I'm just you know I would be willing to. Chandler Jones is another level of uh, star power. So for the sake of the team, sorry, Hoop, you're gone. Yeah. But enough of the news, enough of the speculation, enough of the hypotheticals. Uh, We got to talk real stuff here, and we sat down with never-ending season All-American Drake Newberger. Have a listen. And now the moment you've all been waiting for. Let me introduce to you never-ending season athlete, Division Three All-American, Drake Newberger. Howdy. What's up, Drake? Not much. What's How you, about you? What you doing, dude? What you on your way home? On my home from work. All right, Drake. Well, tell me again. Who do you work for? Wagner Energy Services, located in Marietta, Ohio. And Calls for all your tour contestant needs. <laughs> no free ads. No free ads. Shameless plug. <laughs> Shameless plug. All right, Drake. So we got a few questions for you, right? We're just a little, right. little get to know you. 
Alright, because I know you're a working man, you got things to do. Alright. So Keaton, do you have anything to say? Before I get before I just steal the show here, Keaton's on his period today. So <laughs> Um I I mean I I I'm good right now. Alright, here we go. Question number one. Drake, I swear to listen, I said it before. I don't want any bullshit answers, Drake. Alright? Well, I'll cut you out you. real quick. Alright, so question number one. I'm gonna throw you a softball here. It's easy. Alright, what is your pregame ritual? Do you have a pregame ritual? How do you become an all-American? What's what do you do? I mean, I'll sit there, I'll put my headphones in, and I like kind of pace back and forth in the locker room. Just pace and pace. And uh it may sound a little messed up, but I occasionally take my helmet and I hit myself with it over and over. <laughs> nice. And like in your head? Yeah. Is that why you're no longer an engineering major? Wait, you're not? More than likely. <laughs> what, what's like, your major? No, I'm land and energy management. It's nice. land and energy management. So it's I still want to get into oil and gas field, but um, this is more business side of it. Okay. You got a, you got a uh, pregame playlist? Tell me about some of the songs on that playlist. Oh, uh, pregame playlist. So, like, it, Consist of um, bring me to the horizon. Okay. Uh, Lincoln Park, all those, just a bunch of bands like that. So. So Drake's like an it. angry white kid. Got it. Yeah, that, that's what I listen to when I work out. So. We got two angry right. white kids. All right. Just... All right. Question number two. This is also another another all softball. Right. I mean, but there's only one right answer. But there's, it's a softball. Right, do you prefer Apple or right. do you prefer Microsoft? Like, what do you, what do you have, what kind of phone do you have? What kind of computer do you have? Apple. Uh, computer though is an HP. So, I mean both. I mean, I really don't have a preference. All I right. prefer Apple phone wise though. All right, that's good enough. I know you're you're in college. You're broke. You can't afford Apple. It's fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, number three. All right, this one. We're getting into the nitty gritty. All right, who is slash was. Right. Or like I guess still is. Who's your favorite teammate of all time? Like the well, your favorite teammate you've ever had, and at any level. Favorite teammate at any level. Um, uh, trying to think. There's only one right I answer, Drake. I love all my teammates that I've had. Nope, wrong answer. Ford. You're damn there right. You all right, now give me the real answer. <laughs> give me the real answer. Yeah. I mean, probably my boy Josh Welfley. I mean, we've played together since, what, fifth grade, maybe? Shout we out, played Josh. fifth grade all throughout high school together. I, you I'm know, boy. I'm sh- he went to Norwalk and never heard of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does he play in college? No. Oh, okay. What did he play in high school? He played wide receiver and safety. I know the last name. I just don't know him. Can't even, um, can't even see the face. Shout out Josh Welfley. But anyway, who's your least favorite teammate of all time? Least favorite? Oh, let's burn some bridges. Jared Cook. Uh, <laughs> I'm around, no. No, I love Jared. Uh, I don't know. I don't really have a least favorite. Hey, good answer. That's why you're a never-ending season athlete. That's why we chose you. That's why you're an All-American, because you're the people's defensive end Choice. slash linebacker yeah. person. All right, here we go. Nah. Next question. And your buddy you're driving with can help you with this one. All right. All right, but Tom, what would the perfect murder weapon be, and why? I don't know. Perfect murder weapon. Uh, what do you think? 
couldn't think of anything. Probably a shovel so you can bury him. That's, I like that. That's purpose. I like that. What are you going to do with the That's shovel when you're fun. done with it? Bury the bury shovel? It. How do you... Or you give it to me, yeah. Or wash it off. Wash it off, all right. All right, I guess I'll take that answer. Leech. A leech? Leech does wonders. I thought he was going to say like a football helmet. A football helmet. Bash him in the skull. I'll be like, this is just from the game. <laughs> this is my blood. <sighs> All right. Uh, makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> except for you. All right. This, this was a, this is a pretty serious one. All right. All so, right. like, right now, at this very second, and mind you, I'm basically a fat old man now. <laughs> Do you think you could beat me off the line of scrimmage right now? Not a shot. You said, <laughs> I'm gonna work with right now. You said what? Okay, okay. Uh, if you were in, if we were both in <laughs> an appropriate attire, all right, fully rested, we're at practice. It's 3 p.m. Whatever. All right, both had a full day of class. Whatever. And now we're here. You kid, you beat me off the line of scrimmage. You know, out of out of ten reps, how many how many sacks are you get? Oh, you're not touching me. Oh, you're not touching me. That's pretty for. Pretty formidable guard. All right, I don't play tackle. I know you play defensive end, but Drake, I swear to God, you know what? We'll, we'll set this See, up. That's one of the things. That's one of the things about me is I'm all speed. Okay. Since I'm smaller, I'm a smaller D end. Yeah. Drake, are you stand up? Like, what? What's your defense look like? You guys are on a three four or what? We run. So my position is a defensive end linebacker hybrid. I'm able to. Okay. I rush a lot, but I can also drop back into coverage. So it's like a three. Yeah, I don't know. We also have a hybrid safety linebacker, mm -hmm. too. So you stand up most of the time, then? So we have two inside backers, and then we'll have our 4DB. Yeah. So most okay. of the time, I'll be down on the line. So we'll have a forefront and then three backers. But it can vary. We can mess around with a lot. Football. All right, so that's yeah. kind of not fair. Oh, well, I guess that it is fair, right? But Drake's standing up. All right. I'll give me a give me a two. <laughs> Give me, put me a tackle. Put me in a two-point stance. All right, Drake's, Drake's going into the ground, dick in the dirt. Speaking of Don't dicks. Don't touch me. You aren't touching me. Speaking of what? Speaking I said of you aren't going to touch me. You aren't going to touch me. Nope. Not a shot. Oh, yeah. I didn't, I didn't know where you were going with that, but speaking of dicks, <laughs> this is the final question, all right? And I think all this right. is kind of important, uh, especially if you're coaching. Listen, as soon as, when I put that out that announcement tweet, I swear to God – Every single Marietta coach liked it and retweeted it. So, oh hell yeah! If they hear Those are my boys. if they hear this, and it's the wrong answer, you might get cut. All right, maybe. So, would you cut your dick off for a D three national title? Hell yes, I would. <laughs> that's, that's right. Call that's, me Caitlin. Call that, me Caitlin Drenick. That's <laughs> that's the glory that lives on forever. I would. Terrible, terrible things for a national championship. <laughs> How many games did you guys play last year? Uh, we played five in the spring season because COVID. Oh, yeah. How many games did you win? Uh, we got three of them. All we right. lost to John Carroll and Mount. Yeah, okay. Mount, we lost best. to, yeah. I think the score was 20-3 to three was the final. Not bad. JCU, I forget what, but JCU wasn't pretty. <laughs> How many sacks do you have in that game? <laughs> I had two and both. Oh, there you go. Nice. Who won between John Carroll and Mount? Mount beat the shit out of them. 
Okay. So we had a closer game with Mount. That's what I was gonna say. Huh. I was like, you you had a closer game than, and then you got blown out yeah. by John Carroll. So how many games are you gonna win this year? I mean, not really blown out. I mean, a lot of it was we got put. Our defense got put in some shit situations. Honestly, mm. I mean, blame the offense. Typical defensive. Player. No, it's not even that. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Field. We lost the field position battle big time. We had our back up against the wall a lot. You should be a politician. <laughs> should be. Yeah. All right, Keaton. You but got, I'm not gonna be. You got how? How many games are you gonna win this year? How many games? Is it a full season this year? Right? Ten games. Yeah, full yeah, season. Eleven games. Whatever. How many games are you playing? We got ten. Ten. That's I it. I think we got ten. But we. Hear my reasoning. You know, everyone says they think they're gonna have ten. You know, yada yada. They think they're gonna be. Hear my reasoning. All right, we're bringing back. I think everyone really. Every starter. Well, everyone got an Damn extra man. year of eligibility, right? What? You got an extra year of eligibility, right? So, like, you can play oh, an yeah, extra year? Oh, yeah, everyone. Uh-huh. Everyone from last year does. Yeah. So, we're bringing back, I think, almost everyone besides our one inside backer who rotated a lot. But So, we're bringing a lot of experience back, and we played the better half of the league last year, I'd say, because we were split into two. So, like, on our side, we had Bolton Wallace, John Carroll, Mount really good teams that we showed we can compete with for the most part. So I think it'll be a good year for us. Very good year. I like it. Ten wins. Mark Marietta down for ten wins. D3 National Championship so that Drake does not have to cut his dick off. (laughs) That's a fact. You got anything else? Wait, I thought I'd cut my dick off for the national championship. Well, if you just yeah, win it anyway. We don't want you to have to. We don't want you to have to, you know. Yeah. It's like kind of selling my soul to the devil. Like We don't want you to, to, we don't want you to have to do that anyway. What? Oh, we don't want you to have to do that either. Well, I want the title. I want the ship. <laughs> Alright, you know what? If we're if we are gonna cut your dick off or if we're then we need to like film it and like produce right, like mass please. content. Alright? <laughs> What? I said if we're if you're gonna cut your dick off, then we gotta film it and we gotta have some content. So like, let us know if oh, you're gonna boy. do it. I'll fly hey. in for that. You'll fly <laughs> in for that. Oh yeah, straight to Marietta. Oh, yeah. All right, Keaton, you got anything else? I guess my only thing is like, how did you transition to like a DN outside backer? Because then you always play inside in high school. Yeah. So my senior year though, like I played. Um, the strong side backer and a lot of it was I'd go down and blitz a lot like off the edge or whatnot uh-huh. so even in high school like I kind of played the same position I did now but okay. when I got to Marietta I was hand in dirt defensive end you know mm-hmm. and then we got a new D coordinator going into my sophomore year so he kind of played around with it a little bit but I think a lot of it was my height and size Mm-hmm. Oh, interesting. Yoked. Hell yeah. Well, that's kind of like what that's like the new age of football, right? Is the defensive ends aren't big guys. Well, not saying Drake's not big, but they're not like. But not. <laughs> not yeah. yeah, they're not like 250, 260. Well, at least, mm-hmm. you know, in, in college they're not, so. Yeah. All right, Drake. Yeah. Well, but if Drake, if we get you to 230, 240, will you, <laughs> will you at least uh, declare for the NFL draft? Not a. You're not gonna. You're not even gonna declare. Just be like, hey, just just cause you can. You're an all-American, bro. Drake. 
You better. Drake, declare. we can start an, like an online petition, like draft, draft or sign Drake Newberger. Put me on the practice squad. Drake, that's like a hundred thousand dollars a year. No, it's like actually like five. It's like three hundred, five hundred thousand yeah. dollars a year, Drake. Yeah. <laughs> Just to go get your ass kicked every day. For real? Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, yeah, you're gonna you're make more there in the fuck than you are in the fucking oil fields. <laughs> hey, a lot of money in the oil field. A lot of money on I'm the practice wrong. field. <laughs> to get my ass kicked. Hey, one year of getting your ass kicked two or three times a week for five hundred thousand dollars. Tell me you won't do that. Not even a whole year. Alright, I'd do it. Alright, I think thank you. Fuck, I'd do it for five dollars. <laughs> Just to say, <laughs> like I was on an NFL team, kind of. I was on the practice squad. I like I'd to brag hear it. about that. I like to hear it. All right, Drake. Well, I know you're driving home. Keaton, you got nothing else? I'm good. All right, Drake. Thank you for coming Bye, on. We're going to get you your stuff. Uh, I got to talk to my guy. Keaton's got to pay that one guy. And then we're yep. going to get the shirts, and I'm going to send you one, okay? I'm going to send you a couple. Oh, sweet. All right, dude. I'm going to throw those bitches out at football games. Damn right. No, I'm going to get you some. Give me a t-shirt, Cannon. We're <laughs> <laughs> We're going to figure out some, some game attire, too. Don't worry. All right? Oh, yeah. I'll bet. All right, bro. We'll see you later. <laughs> Thanks for coming All right, on. Drake. Thanks, guys. Bye. I'll see you. Bye. All right. Thank you, Drake. Love that guy. Never-ending season athlete. All-American. That was great. We're going to get him some stuff. That but, was our first real, like, interview. Yeah, most like the other, time, other times that we've had people on, it kind of is just like, yeah, you want to sit here and do it with us? But that was like a yeah. <laughs> real interview. And Drake, I thought he worked construction, but no, he works for, I don't know, I already forget what he does. Energy, something with gas and shit. Uh, Drake's a college athlete. That's what he does. Uh-huh. All right, so we're going to get into it to end, to end the podcast. We are going to rank every NFL division by strength of their running back core back core running backs all right and you said this is gonna be tough i haven't even looked at it yet so this is all coming off of my heart all coming from the heart so let's do it yeah i was kind of between two divisions for number one um but i feel like one of them i'm ranking off of what i've seen and the other one i'm ranking off of what i think they could be um if i'm going with afc north you have Mixon, nah. you have Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Both Listen, it's probably a good running backs. It's a good division, but it's not the best. Hold on. Okay. Najee Harris, I think you know. I mean, we'll I, I think he'll be pretty good. We'll see. Dobbins, we both like as kind of like a fine. guy to round it out. He's fine. Yeah. Um, I think in a different system, he'd be better. Um, just because you know Lamar takes a bit of that away, but. Um, who are you between with them? Who is the other one? I'm just looking. Uh-huh. Um, let's see. Because I don't know, man. All, all the NFC, other than I think the AFC North is the best in the AFC. Personally, yeah, I agree. I agree. But the NFC, I think the NFC North. I'd say the NFC North is probably the best division in football. You got okay, Aaron, Aaron thinking... Jones. I think I probably just think really highly of Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, Dalvin Cook, DeAndre Swift, whatever. And then David Montgomery had a little bit of a come up last year, so it's 
Yeah, I like them. Um, I was actually kind of thinking the NFC East. Uh, that was my second you- one. I was going to say NFC North, <laughs> then NFC East, but it could have gone either way. If we're, I think, and I think you're right, like more well-rounded the NFC East because I don't really see a hole at all. Like, I mean, obviously Zeke is still a good running back. I know we talk shit about him and don't draft him yeah. in fantasy and yada, but he's still. Uh, I don't even top twelve. Okay, top 10. Oh, okay, the disrespect. Top eight. Jesus Christ, my God! Like, just not. We're not talking fantasy. We're just talking running backs. Jeez, you are top eight. Yeah, that's fair. Well, I was just. I, I sorry, I was two numbers off. Anyway. Ezekiel Elliott, uh, Saquon Barkley, who we've seen have a great year. He's still great, yeah. Miles Sanders, if he has a, a freaking offense and can stay healthy, I think is a very good running back. And Antonio Gibson had a great year last year. Yeah. Um, NFC South would probably be the pick if it wasn't for Ronald Jones and Mike Davis. Cause, oh, I didn't you know, even think of, I didn't even, like, I don't know why my, my Christian McCaffrey didn't, like, pop into my head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> The NFC, if we're talking just conference here, NFC, 100%. I kind of mm, – I feel like – okay, who has the most top 10 running backs? Which division? I think the NFC South – if the NFC South – if the Buccaneers, the Buccaneers just, like, chose one guy, I think one of them – either one of them could be a top 12 running back just because of the offense. I also feel that see, but I feel like I think you can make the case that the AFC North could have four. And I Chubb yeah. Hunt, Mixon, and Najee Harris. I'm probably just overlooking Joe Mixon. Dude, he's pretty good. And but the Ravens running backs like scare me. Right? Yeah, and and it's not like they, it's not their fault. It's just the offense they run, and Lamar takes so much away from them. So I think Hunt makes up for it though. I don't know. Are we going to rank these or are we just going to talk about them? All right. So, like, well, that's it's let's, hard. Let's go from the bottom. All right. We can just start at the, the what is yeah, the you're worst? Right. The worst um, in football is probably the AFC East. That's who I was going to say. Yeah, for sure. Devin um, Singletary and uh, that, who, Thadiot, who, Moss, or what's his name? Uh, Zach Moss. Zach Moss, yeah. Yeah. Damian yeah, Harris that, has not been anything good. James White, just it's James White. Miles Gaskin, like him. Good guy. Good. I like Damian Harris, but I haven't seen it yet. And then Michael Carter. Who yeah. the F? Is he a rookie? Rookie, rookie okay. third-round pick. Okay. Yeah. And then Tevin Coleman. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, they're last. they got to be last. Okay, number seven. I'm trying to look here. I, I can't even look at the, like the NFC. It's got to be the I'm going to go NFC West. Really? Yeah, dude. Let's assume I mean, Cam Akers oh, is not hurt. Either way. Really? Well, think about it though. I, I maybe I'm, cause you okay. AFC South has Derrick Henry, Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, Travis Etienne, James Robinson. Like it's not as bad as I feel like it initially looks. Other than Houston, terrible. But um, uh, AFC West has some guys: Eckler, Josh Jacobs, Javante Williams slash Melvin Gordon, both decent. Edwards Lair's decent. I feel like, yeah, I'd go. I mean. Who who else mm. were you thinking? AFC West. I was gonna say. AFC. I was gonna say the the AFC West. Let me, let me think. I think. Well, I, I mean, yeah, Austin Eckler. Yes, good running back, but like, he's pretty. He's like I think Chase Edmonds could be the same exact person, like the same exact player. I don't. Well, well, well 
agree. Disagree. I think he's fine. I think Edmonds ja- is fine. Javante Williams, I think, is just being way overblown. Like we'll, Josh see, Jacob- we'll see. Okay, but Josh, Josh Jacobs, Jacobs sucked as- ass last year. As not a yeah, not not in real life in fantasy. Yeah. He did. As a real running back, he's legit. Okay, we're not talking about fantasy. Kenyon Drake, terrible. Just not terrible, but just like not. But I feel like he's just like most of the guys in the NFC West. Like he's like eh. They're all like eh. Anyone, everyone in the NFC West, other than like maybe Chris Carson. I love Chris like, Carson. Eh. Yeah, Chris Carson's good. Yeah. I'm, he's got to be the best running back in the NFC West, right? Yeah, I think Chase Edmonds, given the number one running back spot, he could do a lot more. Um, hopefully, Trey Sermon gets a lot of touches and more touches than, or at least shares the touches with Raheem Mostert, but. I mean, I can see where you're coming from. All right, well, well, number seven, NFC West. Yeah. All right, number number six. Yeah, number six. Number six, I'm putting the AFC West. I don't care what you say. That's fine. Okay. Number five. Let's see. It's 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 probably going to be the AFC South. No disrespect to Derrick Henry. But Houston has like. No one knows what the hell is going on in Houston. They just have 17 running backs. Jonathan Taylor, yes. Jonathan Taylor had a great year last year once he started getting the ball more. But, like, Mack and Hines are just fine. Just two running backs that are disposable. And then ETN, rookie, who knows. James Robinson had a a good year. But, like, compared compared to every other NFC team and the AFC North, like, I'm sorry, like, it just has to be. Then. I yeah I agree. If we're talking um, well-roundedness, it does. Uh, it is hard to balance the NFC South with them though because, um, I guess you know because I mean Mike Davis is fine too. Mike Davis is kind of oh, like a, Mike Davis. Like you said last time, if Mike Davis had a different name, he would be, he would be yeah. projected as like a top five running back. Maybe. Yeah, I I I would. Especially because Kamara and McCaffrey are literally like two of the three best running backs in the NFL. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I would go AFC South. All right, AFC South goes to number five. Number four. At okay, here I would probably put the NFC North because so but it's, it's so hard though because and the only reason I'm putting them there is because DeAndre Swift. Because I I think that's like kind of a hole in in the in the hole in the division. Aaron Jones great, Dalvin Cook great, David Montgomery tons of potential had a had a pretty good year last year. And DeAndre Swift maybe it's not his Swift maybe it's not his fault maybe it's the Lions' fault. But DeAndre Swift did not have a good year, and maybe it was Adrian Peterson's you, fault. But would you put Swift above Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette? No. I At least they're I productive I don't know together. If, I still don't know if that's enough to move them above the NFC South. I'm just curious. You're considering putting them? All right, fine. No, but no, I'm. I, I, I think, would say the NFC North. I think if you put Swift on the Bucks, he would be the lead back for sure. Regardless, I I, I don't I think he's but more I think of a hole right. right now than those two. So and yeah. a, NFC North, unless you have an, an objection, because who knows? There's no really, NFC team left. I'm re- I'm really just between them and the South, so put one at four and one at three. NFC I'm North not at putting four. them at three. Why? At, at this I point, I think they're not as well rounded as the other divisions. You have, listen, 
You, I understand. You, you have Kamara and McCaffrey, like you just said, two of the top right. three running yeah. backs. Yeah. Mike Davis filled in beautifully for arguably the best running back in the league, and like they barely yeah. missed a missed missed a hiccup or mi- whatever missed a beat. Mike Davis is getting disrespected right now. It's more the I, I'm not as high on Tampa's guys as you are. I'm not that high on them either, but like. Ronald Jones I th- can play. Leonard Fournette can play, and like I don't, I think I don't they're know. the I, worst running back room left. I don't I understand you? that, but I think they're not at so bad that Kamara and McCaffrey can't pick them up, right? Like, like the NFC. I was I was gonna say the NFC East, just because. I don't know. Barkley missed last year, right? I don't know. He's a good. He's he's good, but like even when he did like a couple of games he did play last year, he wasn't like what what are we gonna get? Are we gonna get rookie Saquon Barkley? Miles Sanders has been hurt multiple times the last couple of years, and like I say, I like Miles Sanders. I think he's gonna be a good pickup this year. I don't know. Can he do it? Antonio okay. Gibson. I'm- can he do it again? He nothing really bad there, but like let's just see it again. And then Zeke is on the decline. I'm between. I just NFC talked South myself into NFC, NFC East, East being number eight. Don't forget what. So let's do one by one here. Okay. Okay. See so, or okay, group them. So Zeke and Barkley or Kamara and McCaffrey. Obviously Kamara and McCaffrey, right? Yeah. Um. Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette or Miles Sanders. I'd say Miles Sanders. Probably, probably Miles Sanders. Antonio yeah. Gibson or Mike Davis? Mike Davis. Dude, I think you're forgetting. Like, Mike Davis went in and... He's good, yeah, but so is... I don't know, man. Like, not fantasy-wise, it, 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 it is close enough for me to say, like... I, I would say Mike Davis, but I understand where you're coming from. It's close enough for what me to say you, draw. Okay, hold on. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and win you over here. You have to if you include Mike Davis's backup and Antonio Gibson's backup is JD McKissick. Does that change your mind? I don't know. If I've seen. <laughs> I'm trying to think if I've seen JD McKissick like all that much. Led the NFL in targets last year at running back. Yeah, I think you're right. So we're just and throwing then, new people into this. Well, yeah, it's close. I I just think Edo Smith sucks. Yes. My argument is the gap between, to me, the gap between Kamara and McCaffrey and Zeke and Barkley is less than the gap between Miles Sanders, Antonio Gibson, Jones Fournette, and Mike Davis. You really think that Ezekiel Elliott is still that close to the level of Kamara and McCaffrey? Closer than... Closer like, than like Miles... some so than like the lower level like jo- Jones and Fournette and Miles Sanders are are pretty damn close like <clears throat> you could throw either one of them on the Bucks and they'll win a championship. I think Miles Sanders is a bit better than I do two. too. Like, I think he's probably better than than both of them, but like not so much so that it's it's gonna really af- affect the offense that much. Like if you throw All Kamara right, yeah. or or McCaffrey on the Cowboys, like it's probably. Like the Cowboys might actually win more than seven games. <laughs> You're, I'll go with. We'll say this. It was so close that you got to go with the best running backs. So you're right. NFC South at two and NFC East at three. Wait, whoa. 
You're putting the AFC North first. Absolutely. I don't even want to argue about that. Why? Because they have... Because! Two top eight running backs. Three top ten running backs, I think. I think Mixon's top ten. I think Hunt and Chubb are both top eight. Najee Harris very well could be, as a rookie, top 12. And then Dobbins is, like, just from a team-building standpoint, I think he's pretty I think he's pretty good. I mean, and Gus Edwards is no joke either. Okay, uh, well, let's, I, like, let's do the same thing with, with the NFC right. South, okay? Mm-hmm. Chubb and Hunt, I guess Chubb, Hunt, Mixon. Because there's more, we have more here. Chubb Hunt makes in versus Kamara and McCaffrey. Kamara and McCaffrey, right? You have to say Kamara and McCaffrey. I don't know. It has. To, come on. There's three of them. Okay. <laughs> because Dude, you put more on. Because you put more on there. If Kareem Hunt was still on the Chiefs, you might say Kareem Hunt over one of them. You oh, know, like. Uh, I think we forget how good Kareem Hunt is sometimes. Yeah. I get it. And Mixon, it, Mixon is obviously the worst of them all, but he's not bad. He's like no, top he's eight, bad. top ten. And he's in a terrible team. And I, I just I don't know if I can, like, I don't know if I if I can say anything about Najee Harris. Najee Harris kind of to me like just is kind of like it doesn't exist in this because I haven't, like yeah like you saw I, him play in college, but you, like Trent Richardson was a stud in college. You know, it's... I agree, but I think if you had to bet, if you tomorrow were okay, let's say Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both got traded for some odd reason, right? And you could say you can either have Najee Harris, or you can have Ronald Jones and Leonard Fournette, or you can have Mike Davis. I would probably pick Najee Harris, just because he's a running back, and you're like, let's get the young legs in here, and he was a stud in college. But yeah, the running back position is so tough. It because is. It's yeah, so for sure. It's all situation There's based. There's so and... many running backs that you can just plug in and be like, "Here, take the ball and run," and like you can win with yeah. it. I guess what really kills it. What, what really kills thing. it for me, I think, is the Ravens because their running back is their quarterback, basically. And it's like they, <laughs> they, you really, you just, I, I don't, I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I don't know. Like, is Dob would, would Dobbins really be successful somewhere else? I think so. I have faith. Gus Edwards, but probably I'm also a biased be. OSU fan. Exactly. Gus Edwards, probably. Gus Edwards. Be. Yeah, same thing. I think he'd be good somewhere else. Mm, better than Mike Davis. About that level, I, I I'd feel better about Dobbins than Mike Davis. But I don't. Gus Edwards and Mike Davis is probably. You're just wishy-washy. a Mike Davis hater. No, I love him. Um, it's just. I need an every down guy, and I don't know if Mike Davis. It, like, it depends. He's another situation guy, right? You know, like on a, on the Falcons, he's great. But if you're like the Steelers, if Mike Davis was on the Steelers, he'd be terrible. Really? I just think Mike Davis is like a, like a, a slot back kind of receiving back kind of like maybe run a little bit between the tackles guy, whereas like Najee Harris is like an every down. I mean. We're saying this projecting him a little bit, but Najee Harris is expected to be a three-down back. Mike Davis is going to have to be a three-down back for Atlanta, but do you really want him to be, ideally? Probably not. All right, fine. I, I, I can see where you're coming from because I understand that I think it really just – the NFC South is so top-heavy, I just get I get blinded. 
Yeah. I understand. Kamara and McCaffrey, I guess there is a smaller, much smaller gap between those two. Well, those two and then R3, Mix and Chubb and Hunt, than there is between... And there's there's a smaller gap than there is between Najee Harris, Dobbins, and then Jones Fournette, Mike Davis. So Especially, like, we're not talking about fantasy. A lot of people say, like, if they were building a team tomorrow, Nick Chubb would be the running back they'd take at one. Okay. That, that's just as a team, right? Not fantasy. So it's like... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know, I kind of get lost in the fantasy world, and I'm like, no, no, no fantasy football-wise, but it's like... Fine. AFC North, number one. NFC South. Uh, NFC... NFC... Yes. Yeah, NFC South, oh. too. Uh, so, that was tough. Yeah, I know. It's hard. Let's run through one, one through eight one more time. Yep. So, one, we got AFC North. Two, NFC South. Three, NFC East. Four, NFC North. Five, AFC South. Six, AFC West. Seven, NFC West. And eight, AFC East. I think the I easiest think we pick cho- was- What? I think the easiest pick was AFC East 8. <laughs> Didn't we put them at, like, number 8 for quarterbacks, too? We might have. What? Yeah. <laughs> I know they were toward the end. We were like, sorry, Josh Allen. Like, you just can't hold it up. What do we have? Yeah. Oh, they have Tua, Josh Allen, Cam Newton. And, Zach Wilson. And Zach Wilson. Dude, they had to have been close. Uh, no, no. I think we had uh, – who did we have? I think we had the AFC – no, we, we I think we did have they, the AFC East last. I think you're right. I'm trying to think, but, like, they <laughs> uh, had to be. Because we didn't have the AFC uh, South last, did we? No, no, we didn't. Well, no, they weren't. Did la- we they weren't last. Watson. I think even if we did include Watson, even if we didn't, you're right because you got Tannehill and you have Tannehill, Lawrence Carson and... Wentz, maybe. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh, I feel like dude, we did yeah. put AFC East. AFC, last. AFC East just sucks all around. We'll see about receivers. Yeah, uh, we're gonna get you another. Re- our next episode, we are doing – we're ranking the ranking the NFL divisions by receiver. That one's going to be exciting because if you Are think, we including tight ends there or no? Yeah, we'll do that. We'll just like yeah. receive – Weapons or receiving weapons. weapons in general, but not running backs that receive the ball. So if that makes any sense. But, all right. So we're going to end it up uh, with this – with Jeeves Wyman. Alrighty, on this day in sports history, uh, July 28th, 1998, uh, sorry Lions fans, Barry Sandler's abruptly retired from the NFL after having 1,800 total yards in the year before that, 2,000 rushing yards. It was one of the more surprising retirements the NFL saw, and then they had it happen again with Calvin Johnson. So, sorry Lions fans. <laughs> That's terrible. 0-16, two of their best weapons ever. Two of the best weapons really in NFL history. Out of nowhere, because they don't want to play for the Detroit Lions. And then who was it that... No, that was uh, Delaney Walker said something about it, about the Titans, but we're not going to go there. All right, we'll see you next time. Wide receiving weapons. Follow us on the gram. Follow us just Twitter, Instagram. Maybe a YouTube video if we ever get that out. You know, you know what to do. Five stars. Ranked.